Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats with Bike Flights here at Unbound. Uh, on this episode, we get to sit down with Ashton Lambie. We get to chat about his recent World Cup win in Hong Kong, along with him racing the 100. He doesn't want to go out and do the 200, so we sit down and we chat a little bit about why he's doing the 100, what his ambitions are, and, and, and he kind of even boosts my ego a little bit. So I, I kind of soaked that in and I enjoy this episode. This is my favorite episode because of how nice he is to me during the podcast. But anyways, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and dive into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats with Bike Flights. We're here at Unbound, and I'm sitting with Ashton Lambie. Ashton, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm living the dream, man. It's really hot. Like it's, I'm sweating right now. Like, yeah, it's profusely. hot. It's it's super hot here. Um, but yeah, man, you just got off of uh, Track World Cup, right? Yeah, I've been back like two weeks. Yeah, Hong Kong. How was that? It was wild. It was the wildest travel I've had. Yeah. I mean, you heard of, like we got stuck in the airport and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard. I heard getting stuck in the airport. I heard they mopped. So like as you're walking out of the hotel, yeah, 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 they're yeah. mopping behind you with bleach. With like bleach. the whole lobby smelled like bleach. Every every bus we got in smelled like I, ammonia. I don't know something. Yeah. They served. The only time we could leave our room was to go to training. Yeah. They served us food three times a day on a saran wrap chair parked outside our room. Like, it was some of the tightest quarantine things I could have imagined, and it was still like great to be back on the track racing. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm super jealous. I'm super jealous that you were able to get on a track, but uh, hopefully I'll be there soon with you. Yeah, but anyways, man. let's talk about the real important stuff, and that's <laughs> Unbound. Um, so you're doing the 100, right? Yep. Okay, and so why? Because and I, I and I like this because it's really interesting to hear everybody's opinion on what event they're doing and why they're doing it. I'm mm. doing the 100 myself. Yeah. So why are you doing the 100, and not the 200? Because that's the gravel race. Like they don't even give the 350 the respect. I yeah, think it deserves. I agree. I agree. Uh, I mean, for starters, I'm not racing the 100. Okay. Like if I finish the 100, that will be more than I'm hoping to achieve. You're a humble man. No, I'm dead set, dude. Okay. I've ridden my bike like <laughs> I'm on a tra what I would call a transition phase. <laughs> it's been a lot of a lot of drinking beer, a lot of chilling out. Right on. Uh, I mean, dude, I was exhausted after Hong Kong. Yeah. Like, and the longest ride I've done in the last three months is like no joke, two and a half hours. Okay. And I was dying. Okay. That was a long ride. Right. I mean, you've seen my training. Like, I just do all that wicked intensity. Yeah, and that's not how you get ready for 100 miles. You have a goal for that, though. There's a, there's a reason why you're doing that wicked totally. intensity. Totally. So. And so I'm coming here just to, like, hang out, chat with you, see you, give you yeah. a hug, like, drink some beer, see people. Like, I, lo I like the gravel community. It's yeah. fun. And so the 100 is, like, I'm not taking up space with the 200. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll probably be back in that, like, seven-hour expected finish time area. You think it's, You think so. So you, you don't think you're going to be up in that five hour because you won it in 2019 yeah you don't think well, you could do that again no no not at all really no i don't a i don't want to b i think this change of the track schedule is really like different for the training for this you know it's kind yeah. of like 
the last four or five years, like me prepping for Mid-South has been like, oh, I get off a plane from Poland, get over my jet lag by not riding for three days, drive to Oklahoma and like finish, finish in air quotes, because I finished it once, but like try to go do uh, Mid-South. Yeah. And that's this race now where it's like, I got off a plane from Hong Kong like two weeks ago. I've ridden Gold Camp like three times, and that's about it. Gold Camp is a climb in Colorado Springs. It's a great climb in Colorado it's, it's, Springs. It's a great climb. Well, we talked about some of those like back routes around there. So I've been mostly like like fucking around, exploring, yeah. like just having fun on my bike, not doing structured inter- intervals. Yeah. And just kind of like my old coach Ben Sharp would call it like soul riding. Oh, that's deep. Yeah, I, I would never expect Ben Sharp to say something so deep. Like but my power meter battery died, and I was like, fuck it. Just, don't need it, just, dude. Just keep cruising. Just, just cruising. All right, cool. Well, so then let's dive into the nitty gritty of the 200 because there's been a lot of talk around the 200 of who's gonna win it. Are, are you are you kind of chalked up on the men's and women's rosters of who's racing, or you do you not care? Just nope. be honest. No, nope. I'm not chalked up. I mean, I know a couple guys. I I know a little bit about who's racing, but not enough to have a strong informed opinion. Who's, well, if you had to make a guess, so you had to put your life on it. No choice. You have no choice. Who do you think is going to win the men's or the women's race? I would say Peter Stetna. I think he's got a good shot. Okay. I think he's had some good rides. He's had some good fitness. Yeah. Uh, what What did he do, the white rim or the Copelli FKT, the other? I think he did both. Yeah, well, he did the Copelli recently. I mean, that's the kind of duration you need to be, like, ready to handle. Sweet. I think he's been doing that. Yeah. Cool. So, what's your? I guess. I guess then. What's your most needed thing that you pack in your bag for your gravel races right now? I mean, besides like the f- besides basic, food, yeah, like, like a like, tube and food. Yeah, like what's your what's your tip to somebody that's listening to this podcast getting ready for Unbound or Master Link and a spare derailleur hanger? Yeah. Like, dude, they weigh ten grams. Save your life. Yeah. Like, carry that shit. Yeah. Have a spare derailleur <laughs> hanger. Right on, right on. So, now that all being said, what is the goals for Ashton going forward? So, we know you as gravel guy, race yeah. across Kansas. Yeah. We know you as, um, you know, world pursuit record holder. Like, you've kind of done it all. What's what's next? I mean, Worlds is what's next. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I still don't have and that I really want is, like, rainbows on a jersey, man. Like... We've been close. Obviously, Tokyo's off the table. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we'll get to the next four years after after Worlds, but, like, that's my big goal right now. And so yeah. that's why, you know, like, working through a training program, it's like, oh, if, you know, I ride 100 miles and because of where my fitness is, it puts me out, or not out, but under the pump for a week. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's a week of training that I lost that I could be using to get ready for Worlds. Yeah, like no. that's a hundred percent my focus. Right on. And so after after Unbound, is there anything like any more gravel races past that, or is it literally just like, hey, we're going straight to the track, we're we're getting back in focus? Like, um, how's that gonna look? It's gonna be I I'm doing Rubidoux Quick and Dirty. Okay, you should come to that one. It's super sick. Yeah. Uh, I might not be able to make it, and I've already had this conversation with Aaron Rains. Yeah. And I, I feel really horrible. So that's like, because I, I really want to do well at nationals. So, like, I'm packing up. Ah, that's understandable. And going straight I to feel Trexler that, man. Town yeah. And 
I'm just gonna dude. Train I respect in that. Yeah, man. Just train full. You gotta guys. have a good showing in dance. So yeah. Um. Go some other time and go yeah. just like in that dude. It's such a beautiful area. Yeah. Like, I think it's really unexpected for Nebraska, and that's kind of the main reason I'm going. Like, it's just a gorgeous. You know, I'll probably do the 60. I think they have a 600k. Yeah. I'll probably do that. Um, instead of the 120, whatever their longer races, but that's really the honestly the only other gravel race I have. And then past that, so what track are you training on right now? I know Springs is kind of closed. Springs is kind of closed, and I mean everyone getting ready for Tokyo is obviously like taking priority, which I fully support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I almost feel bad going there and asking for track time or gym access and being like, oh, I know everybody else is going to Tokyo. Like, can I yeah. just like fuck around on this non-Tokyo event? Um, but I got that wicked little track adapter. Uh, and honestly, I feel good about that. Like, because you can control the intervals so much better. You know what I mean? Like you, you of all people would, then this might be nerdier than your podcast, but like a one minute effort on the track. If you do a flying kilo, that's different than a one minute effort on the turbo. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you, cause your one minute power is going to come from the peak. And then exactly. it kind of trails off. Once you get arrow and whatever else, the yeah. power starts to trail off. The speed starts to rise. Whereas on the erg, it stays. And so for me, I think that's a little bit of an untapped potential. Mm-hmm. Is like controlling more accurately like the on power, the, the, the rest intervals, the, you know, the pursuit power. And I can still do all that in my pursuit position wherever I'm at on the tax. Like it's the shit. Sweet. And so and so that's a tax Garmin trainer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're using? Okay, cool. And so it's a tax <laughs> they're right across yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're right across there. They're in if the booth right across. Yeah, if you're <laughs> listening, they're just in the booth right across. That's why I made that comment. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um so that being said, you know, you're just going for the one hundred tomorrow. How do you think it's gonna be raced? Like how do you think the hundred miles is gonna be raced? What do you think is gonna happen? Dude, honest to God, yeah. what are you gonna do? I have no idea. I think you got a good shot to win it, man. Uh, man, that feels really that, that feels really good for you to Dude, say. Dude, it's but a good course for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I went and rode the first twenty miles of You've Michael, been, and I was yeah. like, I was like, you know what? We're we're doing like twenty miles an hour, and we're just. If chilling. I had to pick someone to win, I would one hundred percent say you. Over, I mean, like you or Stephen Hyde. Is Stephen Hyde doing the hundred? Stephen Hyde's doing the hundred. Oh, I don't sick. know him very well. Chris raced with him. Um, on the jam fund, like they've raced cross yeah. together, um, but like, dude, you're you're perfectly built for gravel. Like you're a you're a big dude. You got a ton of fucking watts. Uh, what is that okay? Yeah, it's just synchronizing. Did your, your computer beeped at me because I cursed. Yeah, maybe that's fair. <laughs> uh, no, like, dude, a course like this just favors arrow and watts. Yeah. Like, watts per kick doesn't matter. And I would be floored if you're if there's anyone out there that has a better five-hour watts per CDA than you. Oh, well, that means a lot. And CDA, by the way, is the coefficient. I'm glad we're, we're outside yeah. so you can exit the door with the fucking size of your head right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I was talking to Tristan, Tristan Manderfeld, about the whole situation, and he was like, yeah, dude, Ashton was hyping you up. He thinks you're going to win it. I was like, well, I'm just going to follow Ashton around. No. But now after listening to this podcast or talking to you no, in this you're podcast, gonna win it, dude. I have to – I can't. There's no way. Don't follow me. I'm not going to You're not going to win if you follow yeah, me. Yeah, it sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so now that all being said, with with 
what is your bike setup and what are you going to bring with you and uh, what bike are you riding and what group set are you going to have? Uh, so I'm on the Lauf True Grit. Yeah. We've been on the Gravel Knots Colorway Lauf True Grit for two years now. I fucking love that bike. Um, still, I don't think Vittoria's released the one of the tires I'm riding. Oh. Um, Sweet. Secret. But we got a new secret Vittoria that's like, this is a real testing ground for it. I got some good miles on it. Um, the Zip 303 S's. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Red E-Tab for most of it. I'm on the, the Eagle back end. So it's like, I call it the Super Mullet setup, but I absolutely love it. It's a 52 in the front and then a 1052 in the back. Yeah. So you get down to that one-to-one. Like, that's perfect. Love that. Um, the zip 36 centimeter bars. I got a little top two bag and a handlebar bag. So I'll probably take some snacks, two bottles, uh, a tube, I don't know, a derailleur hanger and a master link. And you are going to finish the 100 no matter what, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> right on. No well, matter a whole lot of things. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm willing to ride back to town under 100 yeah. miles. I'm not stressed about that. All right, and so you've listened to my podcast, but yet for some reason you've never been on my podcast, and it's really know, funny dude. because we've had, I've had a lot of people ask you to be on my podcast, but we usually ask the question if you could have a cup of coffee with one person, who would that person be and why? You. I mean, and you make good coffee. There you go. And 100%. But, but besides that, in this Bike Flights podcast, i got a better question for yeah. you. Yeah. What is the craziest thing you've ever shipped via Bike Flights? Via bike flights. Yes. Um, Is there anything weird that you've shipped, or what do you use it for? I mean, I usually use it to, like, just ship stuff. You yeah. know, like, uh, I'm fortunate to have a lot of sponsors, and I'm kind of, like, a big equipment nerd, so I end up with, like, old stuff sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I like building wheels, and I had more sets of track training wheels than I needed just because like you know I see someone on marketplace that has some old Philwood hubs and I'm like fuck yeah I need those <laughs> I don't need those yeah but like they're cool man I want to build a wheel set with them um but like one of my athletes who's a junior I just coached he like crashed and was like oh I need a set of track training wheels and I was like I got those and like I'll send you some kit and like I don't there's some random other stuff in there so it's a lot of like Weird random pack. Like, I think I threw some beef jerky in there. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I've got that meat sponsor. Yeah. Um, certified Piedmontese. Get that in there. There you go. Uh, so, like, I, sh I shipped them beef jerky. I've shipped some cutting boards there before. Um, yeah. We'll Weird. Usually, almost all of my bike flights boxes, if I ship something to someone, I throw in some sort of, like, packaged meat product. Like, whether that's beef jerky, beef stick, biltong, that kind of thing. So you don't have any vegan friends is what you're saying? No, I've had people unfollow me. Usually, if I, if I post something that's vegan, at least two or three people will give me, like, the little little cry face emoji. Oh, man. They'll be like, and then I just send in the middle finger emoji. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't. I'm just like, come on, man. You know where I'm at. I'm sorry. I'm, cool. I'm sorry I'm not sorry. Cool. All right. Well, Ashton, I wish you the best of luck tomorrow, and hopefully you do finish. Um but other than that, thank you for boosting my ego and pumping my head in the yeah, air. Yeah, can and I wish you the best of luck and yeah. see you on the podium? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I won't and see you while I'm also on the podium. I will stand in the crowd 
drinking beer, watching you. All and the then time. hopefully you send me some meat products because I haven't got any meat products yet. But other than that, yeah, dude. We'll see you next time, guys. You bet, buddy.